everyone, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And my man on the screen right now, you can see him, really needs no introduction. Runner-up, Big Brother 24, Monty Taylor. What's up, Monty? How you doing? Hey, what's, I'm doing well, guys. Look, I'm out in L.A. I'm enjoying this weather for as long as I can. And always appreciative to talk to you guys, man. Mad respect for you. Love that. Oh, you dude, enjoying that. you living up there at uh, Todrick's crib, right? That's where everyone's staying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's dwindled down. There's been most of the house or most of the house guests who were here have definitely went back home. But um, at the same time, I'm extremely thankful to Todrick. Like, I definitely got to extend my gratitude for him, you know, extended his house and all of that sort of stuff for us. Uh, but, yeah, I, I do need to get back to get on some sort of routine, man. I need to drink more water. I need to work out. I'm off my game, bro. Like, I'm I'm not on my game. Dude, Did you just see my is. story this morning? That's exactly what I was like. I got to drink more water, man. I got to get back to, like, 120 ounces. Oh, really? Because covering the season two, bro, I'm sitting oh, here. I'm wow. out of my routine. I'm normally at the gym by, like, 9 a.m. Like, I need to get mm -hmm. in a routine. I'm like, dude, we're up late doing the podcast and all this stuff. I'm like, I'm a mess. I'm not going to the gym. I need to get back anymore. So I'm right there with you guys. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Listen, we know how it is inside there. Yeah. People don't understand until they actually play. And mm -hmm. what you're doing right now is well-deserved. I had to get right back home. I had my wife and daughter out with me, so I didn't get to stay out there and chill. But I, I will say this. It's interesting to think that you just went to war with these 15 other people. And yeah. now, right after, when there's all this stuff out there, you guys are living together. That in and of <laughs> itself could have been an after show. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely could have. But I think I'll, the thing I appreciate about this game and the people who I was in that house with is that we all looked at each other and said that we could respect the fact that it was a game. And we all talked about that coming into the house. I mean, there, there's some like just superstar humans that were in that house, man, you know, like and that I built a lot of relationships with. So whatever that was said or that was, you know, talked about in the game, I knew that it was a part of it and that naturally like the people that I get to know outside of the house, I was looking forward to that more than anything because mm -hmm. I wanted to have some real deep conversations with everybody. So it's been great to do that. Yeah, unfiltered. I know. How has that been living with your house guests? Like I know for me, when I got off of 16, 22 was completely different, but 16, I had to run around and talk to people. Like I had to have a conversation with Amber because there were people mm -hmm. on the outside that were like, Amber, you shouldn't talk to Cody. He's a POS. And she oh, was wow. like, I love Cody. And then it was like, Zach, I said some things about Zach, Frankie, mm -hmm. Caleb. And I had to come to them afterwards and be like, hey, it was a game, right? Like, are we good? Mm -hmm. Like, I know I said some of this stuff and yeah. I obviously didn't mean it. You just got on my nerves. We're roommates. Like my right, roommates right. got on my nerves. Have you right. had to have any of those? Have you had to have any of those conversations? Had have those convos? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I think, I don't think I've heard anything from anybody or have seen, cause like I'm taking my time guys. Like I, yeah. you know, everybody may want me to be on their time, but I'm going to be on my time. Cause that's what's best for me. So Good. I haven't gone back and looked into like specific videos or gone into Twitter for crying out loud. Like I, I haven't done any of that because it just doesn't feel like it's going to serve me, you know, like at least right now, like I have to figure out, like all this PR stuff that I'm going through, all of these opportunities for, you know, brand deals, like all that sort of stuff that matters, like is what's at the forefront of my mind right now. So once I get back home and maybe get to a space where I have that time to do that, I will. But, um, but no, the only person, um, and I think, you know, a lot of the BB fans would probably love the fact that this is happening. The only person I've talked to is Taylor because that's the only person I've heard from people I've said things about that could have affected her. And to me, that's, what matters most is that relationship. I don't need to apologize to anybody else, but if I said anything to Taylor that made her feel hurt or was crossing the line, 
you know, I've had a conversation to just explain where I'm coming from or where I was coming from in my thought process then. And then also apologizing where it needed to be. So that's probably the only conversations I've had. Everybody else, I think it, it hasn't been the case. I'm glad you said yeah. that because we, we, we wanted to ask you about it because again, you're a smart dude, you know, the Taylor, there was mistreatment of Taylor in the beginning. And then you guys had a, you're an interesting dynamic there. Again, we're not going to pull out individual things. Cody mm -hmm. and I are very vocal. We don't watch the feeds, but we saw the stuff on Twitter. We mm -hmm. know you've had conversations with Tiffany. So what is, again, you don't owe anybody out here, but what is your blanket statement as far as that's concerned? There were things that you maybe said in the moment on, mm -hmm. the, on the feeds about Taylor. There was also the one thing I did see where you and Tiffany, uh, T Tiffany, you and Taylor had a, a situation in the house, a showmance, we'll call it. Mm -hmm. And um, there were some people that didn't love the fact that you had told Turner about that mm -hmm. before the game was mm -hmm. over. And that mm -hmm. wasn't really, in their opinion, your place to say that. Mm -hmm. Overall statement, what's, what's your thoughts on that? You said you already talked to Taylor, but mm -hmm. what would you like to say about it for anybody who's wondering? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I really think that all of this comes down to that first week in the house where I, I, was, I was put in a position where I had two people that were telling me different things and I had to choose who I would believe. My thought process in making that choice was, okay, I've walked into the house with one of these people. I've talked game up and down with one of these people for the four days that we've been here. Then on top of that, that person is also bringing me information about the game that they're talking to other people, establishing more trust with me. So I felt like that was the experience that I had with that one person. Whereas with the other person who has brought up something about this person that I've talked game with thus far is saying that that person may be targeting you and the rest of the big dogs in the house. To me, I'm looking at the situation like, okay, how do I make this choice of who I believe? And to me, it was, I'm, you know, and I hope people understand this. Like I'm a very logical analytical person. I just go based off of experience and evidence. The evidence that I had with the one person who unfortunately was lying to me was more trust, more established, mm -hmm. um, communication whereas with the other person that was the first time I talked game with that person so all of my perspective towards Taylor was all based off of that and I thought and I had so many things running in my mind and so many things fed to me about you know how much of a lie that was which it wasn't but how much of a lie that it was that it now made me feel um, obligated to view her in a certain light which was incorrect and unfounded right um, so that that pretty much started off my perspective of Taylor from the game and, of course, is wrong. And I've learned so much more about that now, especially, you know, from that first week, and how the girls were treating her and all that. So I had no idea about all of that. Um, and then, Cody, you were saying something about or no, Derek, you were saying something about um, towards the tail end. Yeah. Um, so the, the, towards the tail end, there were people who were like you were it, oh, it, about Turner, about right? Turner. Let him know. Not, and you kind of inferred. You didn't say it directly, yeah. but it was heavily right. inferred. And people were like that's not his place to say in the game. That's her story. Yeah. You know, just wanted to just to respond. Obviously, it's on the feeds. So yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. no secret to yeah. us. Yeah. But, yeah. But Turner was unaware of the deep the depth that your relationship had gone at that point, I think. Yeah. And I think. I mean, my thing is, is like Turner and I, uh, how do I get into this? Um, <laughs> Turner and I had had like a pretty and still have a very strong relationship. Like I know Turner as a person yeah. and I, I be, I'd like to believe that he knows me as a person. So he started noticing things and he started showing with his body language 
that he had known certain things. And I think when that conversation was brought up, it was like, all right, in my head, I'm playing a game here. I know that he has just gone through an experience with Kyle where Kyle did some things in order to save his relationship with Alyssa um, in the game. And, you know, look where that, you know, ended him up. Right. Mm. So he's in a position where he's probably seeing, all right, Monty and Taylor are getting close. There's, there's this stuff happening, right? Like I'm in the middle of a game where I don't want him to feel like I'm losing trust with him. I don't want him to feel like he, he shouldn't choose me to go to final two with him. So in my head, I'm like, not only as a friend, but also just to address the elephant in the room that I think he already knows. He's putting two and two together. He's putting two and two together. So like, why am I going to sit here and and lie to him? It's going to, it's going to mess up our trust even more if I don't address it um, as a friend, because there's only three and four people at, no, there's four people in the house at that time. That's right. But basically you already knew that Brittany Brittany was going at that point. It was a done deal. Right. Exactly. Cause I had that power to make that decision. It was a done deal. It just, to me, it just made sense to just address the elephant in the room. And because he can notice certain things about where I was logistically, if you know. Yeah. Well, he asked you, you about left him her. Like, he asked you, you too. He's like, hey, can we talk about it? You're like, I know yeah. exactly what you want to talk yeah. about. So like, it's not, <laughs> it's just crazy because it's like people, <laughs> people come up to me and be like, you like brought up. And I was like, no, no like I remember yeah. the conversation and he, you know, initiated it. So trust me, we defended you on yeah, the show and definitely. we get, we get crucified, but we don't care. I got crushed. Cause but, I was like, but, but we, we, you know, listen, yeah. coulda, shoulda, woulda. I don't think it was the end of the world. I also think people don't realize that when you're in that house, you do forget that you're on camera by a day yeah. 80, day 90. So yeah. are these conversations that friends have with each other about their relationships and stuff? Yes. So I, I, we're not making excuses. I'm sure mm-hmm. in hindsight, you'd probably do it differently. Yeah. yeah but sure. we're, we're all human. We all mm-hmm. do, th- you know, we learn as we grow. Yeah. That's how yeah. The, yeah. That's how the world works, guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I can't sit here and, you know, I just for myself and my sanity, I can't crucify myself for, you know, doing what I felt like I needed to in order to advance my game. Um, but also, you know, being honest in that point to say, like, I can own up to whatever I did. Like, I can tell you exactly why, you know, whereas people in their heads when they're watching on the live feed, they infer something extremely negative because of their biases towards what's happened in the season. I didn't have those biases, right? Welcome, I'm, I'm, welcome to Big Brother. Yeah. Or yeah, their fan favorites, welcome. who they are <laughs> yeah. like, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> unfortunately, you were getting, honestly, bro, you were getting the brunt of a lot. Early on, it was, you know, you already touched on the Taylor Paloma thing. It was that you immediately took Paloma's side. You had a conversation with Daniel where Daniel came to you almost <laughs> like, is it okay if I put Taylor on the block alongside of Terrence? Because optically, that may look yeah. a certain way. And you were just kind of, being you, you were being real and authentic in the situation. And he comes your way no matter what. You're never going to please everybody when you're in that house, yeah. ever. Yeah, I mean, in what sense does it make like, and yeah. that's the thing that I think I've talked to a lot of um, folks of color in the house with about last season and yeah. the position that it puts us in this season. As a man of color coming into the house, people and sort of saw it play out, but people will now have a suspicion that <laughs> yeah, we yeah, that, yeah. people of yeah. color in the yeah. house that you are now working with them. So like yeah. in my head, it, it just felt like, okay, if I believe that somebody lied to me, that's not good for my game. If they, if, and this is just my thinking at the moment. Again, again, it was unfounded. Right. Like it wasn't, it wasn't something that was true, but with the information that I had, I assumed that it was a lie. What, what sense does it make 
putting that person or keeping that person in the house. I don't care. And he put up Terrence initially, so I can't help that he put up Terrence. Right. But the fact that this person is sitting next, I'm just thinking about her as a person in my game, right? Like, how is that going to affect things? Unfortunately, people want us to, you know, like take a real world perspective and throw it into the house. That's just it's damn near impossible. So it's unfair. We talk about that all the time. We do feel like Big Brother has this influence of or this this kind of like micro view of what's going on outside of the house. But there mm-hmm. is this game. And at the end of this game, there is a boatload of money. And so there's a lot of different factors, like in certain times where you're like, oh, I feel like I should say something. Maybe I'm going to bite my tongue right now because am I going to go home next week because I say something? It's it's really unfair to be held to the scrutiny of what you would do outside of the house inside of this game to a certain extent, right? Obviously, yeah. there's things yeah. that are said where people need to be held accountable completely. And then yep. we will. But mm-hmm. for the most part, dude, I mean, I've said it right from the bat. I was like, I mean, I was like, yo, I love this guy, Monty. And everybody's like, oh, my God. And I was like, well, he's a real dude to me. He just seems like seems like a guy that I would get along with and hang out with outside the house. So I appreciate that, man. <laughs> it means you know, a lot. Definitely yeah, bro. So now let's get into the game, right, that you had to deal yeah. with. Because that whole first week was chaos. You had these alliances, right, that were formulating early on and then fell apart. Like you had the pound mm-hmm. with Pooch. You had Pose Pack with the six people, which was like Michael, Amira. That fell mm-hmm. apart. Mm-hmm. How are you adjusting early on to the absolute chaos that was ensuing before the leftovers? Because I feel like you yeah. could have been on the right side of it or the wrong side of it. Like you, Michael, outside of Pose Pack ended up on the right side of it where someone like Amira ended up on the wrong side and going home. Same with Pooch. Mm -hmm. What were you Mm -hmm. doing to really like navigate that chaos to then put yourself inside of that alliance to move forward? Yeah, man. I mean, there were some conversations. I remember one night specifically where myself, Kyle and Michael, all three of us in Pose Pack or in whatever the hell we were calling it at that time, um, looked at each other and like, yo, we're in trouble. Like we're, <laughs> this, this ain't going to go out well if we don't do something about it. Right. So yeah. um, I remember having that conversation and feeling very stressed about what would happen next. But I don't know, man, like this may sound crazy, but sometimes you just got to let the game come to you and mm-hmm. things will sort of figure itself out. Like I got information from Kyle and then, you know, that night where it was Joseph's birthday and me, him, Turner, and Kyle are in his room. Like, we just started airing things out and just tried to put things together. And, you know, we 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 then formulated the idea that, yo, like, there's something happening on the other side of the house that does not involve us. Of course, now I come to find out it wasn't really that big of a thing. So, but either way, um, you know, that's that's how things sort of led up to that point. But before that, man, like, I was just like, you know what? Like, if I try to overextend myself, I could wind up putting a, a target on my back. If I try to form or, like, work in different relationships that, you know, are not established based off of the trust and the game talks that we've had before, then people are going to run around and people are going to compare notes and that's just going to put a target on my back. So I think what I did was I just sort of laid low a little bit and let things sort of work themselves out to, to make sure that I wasn't, like, being involved in them working them themselves out. And then just take that that back seat to say, okay, I see what's happening. People are bringing me this information, and then I'll work with that to 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 form this alliance that eventually came the leftovers. Yeah, smart dude. You you were lethal, man. I got to be honest with you. You were you you had a good game from the start. That's why you were only on the block what one time. You didn't even you weren't even on on eviction night. You weren't even up there. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was it was twice and once on an eviction night. Yeah, okay. not yep. not mm-hmm. too not too shabby. Um, yeah. 
you I gotta ask you because you mentioned it earlier, and it, it is mm-hmm. it was probably one of the most polarizing things this season. Mm-hmm. The Kyle Michael Brittany situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had there was there was a scene where between you and Kyle, I was literally crying when you were oh talking. My God. Literally, yeah. I was actually bawling, and and mm-hmm. that's that's not often. But mm-hmm. there's been a couple of weeks now, and I had said when Kyle said what he said that I wasn't really going to judge him too much in the house. I wanted to see his behavior outside the house yep. Yep. when the cameras on on. What conversations we're going to have off the record with you mm-hmm. and Taylor and all these other people, and and the same. I don't want to give too much of my opinion, but. The Michael and Britney side of it, I had a, I had some issues with that. Mm-hmm. But that aside, what was what's your take? Not only you don't have to go over the whole thing, but just a summary of what you thought was going on in the house from both sides, and then what is what has happened since? Is there have there been more conversations from all three of these individuals where now you have a better understanding of what actually transpired over these those last couple of weeks? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what I was thinking in the moment. Um, I think Michael and Brittany, they went wrong when they didn't take ownership over the fact that it was a game move, Um, because I think at first what they were trying to pose it as was this was something they were doing out of the goodness of their heart, that they were sharing this information because it just weighed on them too long and they never found a perfect time to share it before. Like, I mean, what do I look like? Boo-boo the fool? Like, <laughs> won, won the power of veto. Yeah, you said, you said it, not me, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, come on. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and believe that this was a game or not a game move. Um, and especially, which, of course, you guys didn't see, but in the have-not room when they shared this information with me, I kind of threw a feeler out there um, around still, like, not sharing that I knew the information with everybody and just – targeting Kyle the following week, right? I threw okay. a feeler out there to see like how they'd respond to that. Oh, to see see if you can get a read on their intentions. Okay, I see yeah. what you're doing. I get it. And then their intentions became clear when they were like, well, I think, Monty, that we should go up to Turner and let him know about this information because he's HOH and, you know, put Kyle up as a replacement nominee. And at that point, I was like, okay, this ain't out of the goodness of you. Like, it's, it's and it, and whatever, you know, like, but I just wish that they would have taken ownership of that. I would have had a little bit more, um, respect and trust with them mm-hmm. if they had been honest about that. But from that point moving forward, I felt sort of a disconnect with um, with Michael and Brittany on a personal note, uh, but also from a games perspective, especially because mm-hmm. there were plenty of opportunities where they could have shared that information with Taylor, and my, especially Taylor, for crying out loud. Like she, she had a final three with them, I think. So yeah. um, have, you, have you had a chance to talk to them since? No, not not about that particularly. I've talked to Kyle about it. Um, well, that, yeah, the Kyle too. Michael and Brittany yeah. you haven't spoken yeah. to, but have you talked to Kyle? Because again, I, we weren't going to condemn him, but also I said, listen, if he goes back outside the house and goes right back to TikToking, well, that means he's not really sorry about it. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to make sure that you know those companies before I start judging him, I yeah. want to make sure it's authentic. So have you have you had those discussions? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not to an extent of like dissecting. Well, we did a little bit. Um, we we hopped on the phone the other day. Um, for just uh, maybe like a half an hour. And um, I think most of the conversation was him, you know, explain like, you know, and I don't take any offense, dude. Like if you, if you voted me out for jury, like that's fine. I don't, I don't care. It's a game. But like we were talking mostly about that. But then we started digging into, you know, what his line of thinking was throughout that time. Um, and I'm not going to speak for him, but I, th- no, I, I, do I, got think, you. I do think that in that conversation, we both came to a realization that like, um, yes, the thoughts that he had um, were definitely influenced by race. And but it seems as if like he's the only one that has to take accountability, which I do not think is 100 percent fair. 
um, because I think throughout that time, there's been multiple conversations with people that I've talked to where they're like, yeah, we've seen the live feed. We've seen how Michael and Brittany were reacting to what Kyle was saying. And then also the way that they leveraged that in their game. Um, so we, we've talked about that sort of stuff. Um, and then also the potential that like you can, when you feel very passionate about someone or something, you could then, your brain will naturally try to find a way to make that happen. Um, and I'm not saying that this is the case or it's not, but I know that Kyle and Alyssa were very close together. And I think that there could be a potential that in his mind, this was something that he worked up to try to get Alyssa aligned with him officially in a game move, but just went about it the, the, the completely wrong way, you know, get with it. the wrong justification. So, I'm, you know, I, we talked about that and, you know, I don't know if either one of us came to a conclusion on what was fact and what's not, but that's what we talked about. Time. Man. Right. Yeah. It's not going to be the first couple of weeks. It's over the next couple of years. And yeah. if you guys dis- decide to stay friends, mm-hmm. you'll know you're smart mm-hmm. enough. You'll know. And yeah. so won't everybody else. And I'm calling Kyle out right now for that. I mean, he needs to change. He needs to develop a different mentality on that. Mm-hmm. And over time, we'll see what happens. Yeah. 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 And I, and I hope I hope that he does. And, you know, I yeah. hope that he takes that on. I have faith that he will, but I can't sit here and guarantee it because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that man. No, it's, mm-hmm. his, it's his responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now. That whole situation happens. The blow up happens where we don't even know how that week would have played out. Honestly, I that's why there was a lot of things happening during the season where I was like, feels like the universe is pushing this towards Taylor because I'm pretty sure that week Taylor would have went home. Now Taylor wins the season. Because that yeah. week, what they were talking about, like Terrence was behind it, Kyle was behind it, uh, Alyssa was behind it. Like those were the votes. And yeah. it seemed like Taylor might have been going home that week. What would have happened? We'll never know. But now mm-hmm. let's fast forward to the end of the game, right? It's hard to dissect everything. Be like, what would you have done differently, right? Because you sat in the final two, dude. You were Took you were a great player that totally deserved the win, even sitting next to Taylor. Mm-hmm. I felt that, and I said it. I was like, did I feel like Taylor was a better player than Monty? No, I still stick to that. Caught mm-hmm. heat for it. Mm-hmm. But her do sto- I feel her, like her, speech her story? Was, her speech was fire, yeah. But yeah, here's yeah. my thing, right? This is what I don't know. Like Derek and I talked about this. The jury had decided that Taylor was going to win before they even stepped foot on the stage. They had decided after the round table. I have slightly an issue with that because I'm like, okay, so then it wouldn't have even mattered anything that Monty said. Taylor's speeches, although absolutely incredible, incredible, really meant nothing because they had decided and Turner was not even trying to decide on his own, which I, I kind of, it's like kind of a, I don't like that. It doesn't really bode well for the game. You're asking other people who they are voting for so you can just follow suit. It's like, this is a vote for $750,000. They, it seemed like they came together as a group to say, hey, we're voting for Taylor no matter what. Do you feel like that's justified when somebody like you, I felt was a phenomenal player, you're telling us all the things that you were doing during the game that I thought were great, and now it didn't even matter that you sat in the final two, got zero questions wrong in the final HOH, which is violently difficult. So, But that didn't even matter. Do you that's find a flex. That is- That's a flex because Cody did the same thing, by the way. Yeah, I got oh. one question wrong, though. I definitely, oh, you did? I, I okay, well, okay, you got one question wrong. Yeah, yeah. So I got zero questions wrong. So, um, but <laughs> you got but, up on me. Right. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like, and I'm kind of passionate about this because your questions, they came at you pretty hard in your questions. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn, they're kind of doing him kind of how I felt they did me on 16. I was like, dude, they're crushing me in my questions. I knew I lost by mm-hmm. the questions. I was like, they were mm-hmm. like, Cody, you're like a puppet. And I was like, well, that's not great for this is awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, this sucks. Derek, can yeah. you uh, have fun with the money? <laughs> Thanks, but Cody. anyway, did you feel like 
I, I don't know how that felt like in the moment as you were getting these questions, what did you feel like was happening and transpiring like right in front of your face? Did you feel like, oh man, I don't think I have this at all? Um, throughout the questions, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if I felt like I had been prepared to been asked those questions, especially sitting next to Taylor, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Cause I just felt like, like what, what's the relevancy behind all of this? You know what I mean? Like, as far as how I played the game and as far like, especially like Turner's question, I get because, right. you know, it's directed towards him. It impacted yep. him. Right. Like I get that. Um, all the other ones, like, I, you know, I wasn't necessarily too sure about, and I, I probably could have answered them better uh, if I had, like, you know, thinking if I had in the back of my mind that those questions would be asked because of like how I viewed my game. Um, but yeah, I mean, your one question was, "Hey, Monty, other than the biggest move in the game of sending home Michael, what was your other biggest move?" I was like, "I mean, he just—you just said he had the biggest. It was the biggest move of the game. Michael yeah. would have won in a landslide if he was in the final two. Yeah. But Monty, other than that." What else yeah. did you do? I was like, oh, that was a loaded question. Get ready, yeah, Monty. Here yeah. he comes. I guess I can't hang my hat on that one, right? Like, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I really haven't taken too much time to consider all of that. I will just say that, yeah, the fact that Turner was the only vote that I had for me and that he was not in the jury house definitely leads me to assume certain things. Um, and I don't, you know. I just leave it at that. Man. Yeah, we got you. Listen, I, I think if I say anything more, it would be implying something that could no, be, you know, whatever. misconstrued. And you got to be careful. Yeah. And we don't blame you. Listen, at the end of the day, I'll tell you my perspective. I think you had a great resume. And as far as like traditional thinking, I told Taylor this you had the better game based on what we usually, yeah. how we mm -hmm. use it with the matrix we use. Yeah. But that being said, her story was, in my opinion, I'm not one to over, oversell things. The yeah. best speech I've yeah. ever seen on the yeah, show. Yeah. And 100%. she convinced the jury that it wasn't about who had the better resume. It was who, about who had the better story and that mm -hmm. the story this year was perseverance and resiliency. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you didn't represent that no, because no. you were the top dog. So no. at that point, they, they could have an opportunity to be part of something instead of just giving Monty the win. You heard Alyssa say it. It's time for us to take our power back. Yep. Well, guess what? That ain't you, Monty. Sorry no. to tell you. But um, <laughs> final thoughts to you. We don't want to take up too much of your time. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're handling this the loss as best as you can, I'm sure. And I'm mm -hmm. sure as you process time things, it'll take a while. But what what are your final thoughts? As we end this interview, what are your final thoughts, your takeaway from the season? What would you like people to to leave this interview with? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I want to, again, say congratulations to Taylor. Like, she is a superstar human being, right? And the fact that she is receiving so much love from people who are fans of the show is warranted, especially after what I've learned about that first week. So let me just get that out of the way. Right. Yeah, um, totally. I'll also say that I think for viewers and, and people who are watching, I hope people can respect the fact, especially people who aren't or who've never been in the house. I hope people can respect the fact that in this situation, this little bubble that we're in, where you have a certain number of weeks to survive and each week somebody's going, the game is going to naturally force you to not be honest with certain people and to also say things that you will need to say to protect the people you are actually working with. Um, there's so many different layers to all of that. And I hope people can respect that, that things that may have been said in that house or done in that house, I don't think that that's an accurate representation of who people are outside of the house. And even if you don't know those people, Fortunately enough for me, I've talked to my parents, I've talked to my family and friends. They know what my intentions were because they know me. And after even watching everything, they know 
what I was trying to get at with my actions. Whereas people who don't know me are just going to assume the worst and assume that that is the person um, that I'm a person of negativity or whatever have you outside of the house and inside, inside of the house, which I just don't think is fair. So I just hope people can respect that. I, I want to say thank you, of course, to all the fans who watched the damn season, and I hope we gave them a good show. And of course, you know, if anybody's looking for any sort of online fitness coaching and, and wants any help getting towards their fitness goals, um, I have a company called Tailored Fit. And my Instagram is at T-A-Y-L-O-R-D underscore F-I-T underscore. So if anybody's interested in working with me, I would love to help you. And there's a lot more to come because this is definitely not it. So Nice nice plug, uh, Monty. You love that. Yeah, nice yeah. Job. Well done, brother. I'm going to well come done. and work out with you. I'm well gonna, let's get a lift in. Let's get right, right. Final words, Code? <laughs> no, man, I, I, I think what you just said is spot on. And I appreciate that. And I hope people can understand where you're coming from with that because – I mean, I think you're, I think you're a good guy. I think we all say stuff that we're not perfect. And yeah. so to judge us on only the worst is just mm -hmm. no way to live. And if that's the way that you want to live your life, you're going to have a lot of people you tend to dislike. So I think you're awesome, bro. I thought I did, thought you did a great job this season. Played a good job. And if you want to come back on the show, I'm sure they're going to ask you back either way. You're smarter. You're part of a small community. Now the big brother alum, it's a weird group, but we're all family like it or not. Um, listen, yeah. guys, if you haven't already like comment subscribe to the channel we got more videos coming we got more interviews coming we appreciate you guys joining us here on the winner circle we will see you next week